Welcome to Conversations with Anne Elizabeth, the podcast inspired by my book, I'm a Registered Dietitian, Now What?, where I have the absolute joy to sit back, relax, and have a conversation about nutrition with a variety of people who share their personal story of passion and purpose, especially registered dietitians. Today's conversation is with Anita Davila, an RD2B who has been on a different road to becoming a registered dietitian and has a passion for integrative nutrition. Anita has such a unique story. On her journey to become a registered dietitian, she has started out with many different interests, and when she decided to go to college, she landed on a nursing degree. While she was doing her classes for her nursing degree, she took a nutrition class, and it was exactly what she had been looking for all along. Anita has put her family first along her journey and has found ways for her to stay active in the dietetics community through the DPG Dietitians in Integrative and Functional Medicine. She is currently working on finding that perfect time to start her internship and pursue her RD credential. Please enjoy my conversation with Anita. Well, thanks so much. I know you have a crazy day today, and I I really appreciate you coming on my podcast. And I know that we've connected quite often through social media, especially Twitter. You're very active on Twitter, which I love Twitter because it's so easy. It's so easy Mm -hmm. to have conversations with people, I think, on Twitter. And that's how Mm -hmm. we kind of got to know each other just briefly. And I'm excited to get to know more about you today. So maybe take me back to when you kind of had, you you learned about dietetics or you thought maybe being a dietitian was something you wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So we have to go like far back. Okay. Um, <laughs> take me there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I guess uh, well, I grew up in Mexico, and uh, I, I moved when I was almost 20. I was 19, and I had something totally, completely in, in different in mind. I, I was into, uh, like, management or something like that, and um, well, that's what I thought I wanted to do, something with marketing even. Um, and I had this college, this university in mind here in Chicago, and my mom and I, we go, and, and my mom didn't know about how the whole college and universities, like, work. And I was a little bit naive, too, because um, it was when I realized how much the tuition was going to be <laughs> for oh, this yeah. private college. And because I had a, I had a visa where I couldn't apply for, for financial aid. So okay. I needed to pay international student fees and Ooh. it was just, yeah, it was just crazy. So my mom was like, oh, how about you go to a community college? <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, so yeah, so that's what I started doing. Um, and I was just kind of taking classes, not knowing what direction I was going. Um, and then life took like a, took me on a different path because when I was starting to go to this community college, I started to um, date my, who is now my husband. (laughs) So he, we already met from church, but because I would see him later taking night classes and I was taking night classes and we, we met and we started dating. And so I got married. So my college kind of was put on hold. Okay. And uh, when I, when my first born was like a year and a half, I decided, well, maybe I should, 
I should go back and maybe take like take it easy, take it like one class at a time or something like that, and see um, and see what I can do. And at that point, I was interested in like um, like radiography, CT scan, something like that. And so mm -hmm. I started taking those prerequisites for that that particular program. And um, I know I thought it was cool, like computers and CT scans, PET scans, like all of that stuff seemed interesting to me. And uh, I started taking, I had to take like biology and all of that. And so when I was taking those classes, I realized how much I actually enjoyed like biology and the life sciences and stuff like that. So um, I actually started looking more into like health health programs um and i continue to take like one one or two classes at a time because then i had one more kid uh, and so at this point i have two children and i'm like i'm taking classes and then i realized you know what um what if i'm a nurse what if i become a nurse i had a really good nurse when i had my second um uh, child and i like i feel like I heard the same story from another one of your um, of your guests in your podcast. Actually, another RD to be. I think she was also going for nursing at some point. And so, because I had already taken taken all of the biologies and all this, I I was pretty close to having all of the prerequisites for for the nursing program. And um, I think one of the last prerequisites before I could actually apply to the nursing program was a nutrition class. <laughs> so um, I took it and I really enjoyed, like, I really enjoyed I was totally unaware of, like, nutrition as a profession. Um, and I really, really enjoyed that class. And so what started happening was that I started second-guessing my, my decision of wanting to be a nurse. Uh, I still feel like I wanted to give back and wanted to be in the healthcare healthcare field but um yeah i would it was funny i would go to the um, to the school library and there was the, the they had like the reference books and they had like the nursing books and the textbooks and the nursing practical things that you do in nursing and i started mm -hmm. looking into <laughs> into those um, and you're like, oh gosh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, I don't think I want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> that could be. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a little bit like, oh, I'm like, oh, I'm not sure. And then the funny thing was that right next to the nursing textbooks, they had one nutrition textbook, which was a cross. I don't know how to say it. The cross nutrition textbook. Oh yeah, the cross like, nutrition. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Everyone like I feel like everyone has to has yeah. to have it. And so I think I, I started, still have mine upstairs. <laughs> oh yes, I do too. I do too, and I go back to it. <laughs> and I started looking into it and like going through some of the chapters and and I was like, whoa! Like this is so interesting. Like nutrition is so important for health and for well-being and all that, that I was like, you know what, I'm going to look more into this career. And I started researching and, and, you know, the, yeah, I just started looking into it and I realized, oh, I could be a registered dietitian still in the healthcare field. It's um, something that I, that I really enjoy. Like I just loved learning about it. I could not be, um, 
I was just like, I wanted to buy that book and like take it home, but they wouldn't <laughs> let me uh, because it's a reference book. And so, yes. yeah, I, not many people buy reference books. <laughs> no. And so, yeah, I mean, I started looking into it and, and it also made more sense to me in my life because um, nursing would have would have required me to I don't know I just didn't fit into my lifestyle I guess I have I had two mm -hmm. children at the time and then I was pregnant with my third and when I started looking into the nutrition programs I actually found a nutrition like a bachelor's in nutrition that I could do completely online so oh, wow. because mm -hmm, so because I already had like most of my general eds and my and most of the prerequisites for the program I was able to transfer to the University of Alabama, and they have a great um, like department for distance learning. And they had um, so I, I I obtained my bachelor's in food and nutrition with the dietetics track, I guess. So I completed all of my didactic online, and it was able That's to earn awesome. my bachelor's. Yeah, it was great because you know I had three kids. One of them I was still breastfeeding. I mean, it would it just it wouldn't, it wouldn't have worked for me to be in school full-time or even part-time, but this way I, it, it all worked out. That's great. And that's great that that's available. Cause I mean, mm -hmm. you were busy anyways, doing online classes and having a family. Yeah. Yeah. I was definitely, definitely busy. And there were, <laughs> there were many times that I did have to go to like a hospital to do some supervised, you know, project or supervised hours. Um, so I did get some hands-on experience with like food service. I had like that, that one course when you, the food service management and stuff like that. So I did have to mm -hmm. actually go to a hospital and kind of shadow a couple of the dietitians, but that, that was great. I mean, it was great to do that. You enjoyed that part too. That's great. Mm -hmm. So have you, so after, how long has it been since you completed your degree? Yeah, so that was in December of 2015. Okay. So it's, it's a little bit... It's, it's been a couple of years. Yeah, it's been some time. And mm -hmm. uh, well, at the time when I graduated, let me see, I had... My daughter was two. She was almost three. And it just... Um, my family is kind of traditional in a sense that, you know, my husband, he's a breadwinner. He works long hours and then I stay at home. I watch the kids. I, I have dinner ready at 6 p.m. And so we are that, we are that Very kind of structure. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we try to. Um, so we, um, so it just, it just wouldn't fit in my, in my family. It's like, um, lifestyle to just first we wouldn't have the budget to for me to go to some to try to be in an internship where I'm going to be working probably full-time and not get paid and then I would have Ugh. to pay for child care um for for like a couple of kids you know because one of them was in school mm -hmm. full-time but the other two were we're not. Um, so it just, it was just not something that we could do at the time. So I didn't even bother looking for any internship or anything. I mean, I've researched the programs and I, and I have a few that I'm, that I'm interested in, but, um, but yeah, I have not, I have not applied to internships at all because 
until now that my youngest is now in school full time and and now I, ha- I feel like I have more of a uh, availability in my schedule where I could find like a part-time uh, dietetic internship. So now mm-hmm. I'm more into looking and, and preparing my, my resume for that. And I think that's, I think that you are sharing a great experience with the listeners because I think a lot of us do that traditional where we get done with our bachelor's and we go right into an internship and sometimes life doesn't allow for that and that's okay yeah yeah I definitely have sometimes second guessed this um my career choice I guess because I feel like they make it so difficult (laughs) I mean the rest, the 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 internship, you know, it's hard to get into. Uh, I, I think it's like fifty percent match rate. Mm-hmm. And then uh, f- for us, for example, in my case, which I, yeah, I'm sure I'm not the only one who's a who's a, a full time mom, and you know, you have mm-hmm. your own responsibilities at home. It's not like I can apply to all of the programs across. Not that everybody does apply to everyone, but let's say I'm not going to apply to seven programs. And, you know, if I get matched, I'll relocate to Florida or wherever because I can't. Yeah. I, I have a family. So, um, so yeah, it's not, it's not as easy. Um, and then the whole, the whole childcare, you know, how would I afford childcare when I'm working but not getting paid during that uh, internship period? So, um, absolutely. So, yeah, I'm definitely uh, like a non traditional type of um, student or, you know, Absolutely. Is there is there internships that are available that you can kind of do it part time and do it at your own pace? So, yes, actually. um, So going back to the fact that I have to stay local in my area, which I am in Chicago, there are a couple of internships that I would be interested in in pursuing, uh, but they are full time. Um, But I'm I've also researched that there are, you know, there's quite a number of uh, internships that are allow that are distance internships, so they allow you to kind of choose your own preceptors and and then oh, yes. mm-hmm. and so when usually people will or you'll get frightened by the thought of having to pick your own preceptors, right? Yes. Uh, oh I mean, my gosh! Yes, I know that I would scare me. Yes, I know I was because <laughs> I know it was it was not very difficult for me to find like a preceptor back when I was um, trying to earn my bachelor's and I needed, you know, to be supervised for certain things. It, it was kind of daunting um, and maybe intimidating to just kind of cold call or just show up to someone and say, Hey, you want to be my preceptor? So it is kind of, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's a little intimidating, but I, I kind of like to see it in a positive light and I, I want to say that it's actually maybe even better in some cases because then I can maybe find a specific dietitian that maybe uh, aligns better with maybe my, my, um, my area that I'm interested in, you know, in dietetics. Like, for example, um, I'm a member of the Dietitians in Integrative and Functional Medicine, the Dietetic Practice Group. I don't know if you've heard of them. Yes. Oh, yeah. You, yes. you had and Mary. I, I de- yes, you had Mary Perry I want you- in your show. So yes. 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 And she, 
Great. I want you to kind of talk, maybe that can kind of lead into a great segue to Mm -hmm. how you're staying active in dietetics, you know, Mm -hmm. in between your internship and undergrad. And that seems to be a great area for you. Yes. Yes. So, so that's what I was going to say. Perhaps maybe when it's time for me to look for a preceptor, maybe I could look into, okay, like who are the members of this particular dietetic practice group that, you know, that very much align with the type of dietitian I want to be later on in life or whatever. Um, and then maybe I can go from there and, and pick, you know, some preceptors and hopefully they'll accept <laughs> to precept me, you know, in the future. So, yes. so yeah, um, that's another thing that, uh, like you mentioned, I, that I'm staying uh, active and in, in this time, because I'm not sure if I'm going to apply. I'm not going to apply for this fall internship uh, match. Um, I'll probably apply for April for the April match. Um, so, so yeah. So it's in your future. Yes. So you, so how did you get interested in the integrative nutrition DPG and what kind of led you to that? Yeah. Um, well, so, you know, when you're doing your, your undergrad, they, you know, obviously you become a member of the academy and then, um, then I started looking into different DPGs, and I think I became a member of SCAN at some point, um, sports, you know, cardiovascular and nutrition. Um, mm-hmm. I think at some point I was taking like a research class, so I thought, oh, I'll, I'll join the research DPG. <laughs> and then at some point I was doing, I took a vegetarian course, so I thought, oh, I'll just join the vegetarian DPG. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, you tried out a few. Yeah, I just I just tasted, you know, from a bunch of them. And yeah, uh, I think actually in the article that I wrote uh, for the Food and Nutrition uh, magazine, I think I called yes. it DPG hopping. I think that's what I said. <laughs> I did notice you called it that. And I thought that was adorable because I think it's great to, but I think it's good to experience all of mm-hmm. them. Don't you think? Yes, yes, definitely. I mean, try to try to find what what um, dietetic practice group may be aligned better with what your interests are and also what kind of support you get from from that community. And so um, actually one of my last courses in my undergrad was, um, I forgot the name of it, but they made us buy this book called, um, oh, it's something about functional foods, functional. And so... um, I don't know, that word kind of rang, you know, in my mind. So when I was, I think it was 2015 in, you know, um, at the end of the year in May 2015, you know, how you renew every June for for your academy and your DPGs. And and that word functional kind of sounded, you know, like, oh, dietitians and integrative and functional medicine. Like, that sounds so cool. (laughs) And yeah, I started looking into like their website and the kind of, philosophy or uh, type of dietetics practice that they um that is at the core of their you know beliefs or whatever and then it just it just clicked it just clicked that it was something that um um that it just clicked with me i mean the whole integrative um kind of uh seeing the whole person as a whole and not just um I don't know. Like, I feel like if we're into nutrition, we're, uh, we're, we're into wellness, right. And, and health in general mm-hmm. and, and nutrition is part of the puzzle, but there are so many other variables to, to someone's health and well-being that you can't really ignore. Um, 
And it just seemed like I don't want to be, I don't want my practice to, to feel like all I'm doing are meal plans and, and giving someone a whatever X number of calorie meal plan and off the, off they go. Like I felt like I didn't want to do that. So I felt like, um, the whole integrative and functional uh, approach kind of sees things with a broader perspective and, and kind of takes them into account into like the health, the, the care plan or the, the nutrition prescription, whatever you want to call it. So I just felt like that was something and I've stuck with them. So since 2015, I've been a member and I don't think I've, Oh, you haven't hopped. I have you haven't hopped. hopped. I will not hop. <laughs> and that sounds like you, it just really resonates with you and that you know that's kind of where your future, kind of what you want to practice as a dietitian. Yes, yes, definitely. And you, and I noticed that you, so you were their featured student member, which I think is, that's a nice honor. Yeah to be recognized for that. So you must do a lot. Do you do a lot within the group? Yeah. So, uh, so this is what happened. I, I was a member for about a year. Um, and you know, um, you know, I'm, I'm a student. So not only that I'm a student, but I, I love social media. So, I mean, you'll find me on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter at any given hour of the day. Any yes. given time. <laughs> so um, I was looking into their, into the different DPGs, into their student Facebook group, and there wasn't much going on there. And I think I wrote an email to like their volunteer coordinator one day, and I was like, hey, uh, so like your Facebook group is not like very active. Like, do you guys need help with it? Cause I can help you guys like with, you know, try to post or something like if you need help, I'm here to help. Like, I'm not just going to complain mm -hmm. about the problem. I'm going to offer like a solution or at least help. So, um, so the press, the chair, the film's chair at the time was Kelly Morrow. And I think she got back to me and she said, Oh, well, you've contacted us at the right time because we've actually, so it was like May. So they were going from May to June. So they were switching, you know, some people in their leadership team. So, um, so she, she said, well, we're actually looking for like a student membership chair or a student membership person. And so she sent me like the job description and I said, Oh yeah, I'm, I'm totally like, interested and so uh actually because our group was kind of growing at a rapid rate and we're there was like a big number of students joining and stuff so it's actually two of us so um i i became the co-chair for the student membership co-chair together with <coughs> with stacy who stacy belcher who's she's now an rd but at the time she was a student like me and um so, yeah, so we, we took it from there and, and I was like, oh, cool. Like now I actually have a title, which was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I think that's great that you approached mm -hmm. them. I think, like you said, you're not going to complain about the problem. You're going to mm -hmm. help do something about the problem. That's such a great, mm -hmm. great go-getter attitude, <laughs> I think, that we all need to have. Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and you know what? I've learned so much um, while collaborating with Stacy, you know, uh, and we've, you know, we've, sort of we've revamped their like the student facebook group for for the dpg we've been you know posting and and just making 
you know, people aware of the events or whatever's happening and uh, um, just connect. I feel like students want to connect. They, we want to network. We want to um, find some inspiration, you know? And so I feel like, um, I feel like DPGs recognize that more and more. Um, and, and, you know, uh, DFM has definitely recognized that students are important and, and we have to consider them and see how, how we can support them in what they do and continue to, you know, value them as members of a DPG and of the, of the field in general. That's exciting. That's exciting that you were part of that kind of revamping and mm-hmm. kind of making it more come to mm-hmm. life. Definitely. And yes, I was, I, and I think it's, oh, go ahead. No, yeah, I was just going to reference that one, uh, that I was a feature member. That was, that was pretty cool too. <laughs> seeing my photo up there. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I think that's neat that, well, and, you know, when you do put work into something and you put your heart and soul into something, it's nice to be, it's nice to be recognized for that. Right. Yes, yes definitely. <laughs> And then you also wrote, um, you do some writing for this, is it the student scoop on food and nutrition magazine? I saw that you did a, an article for them too. How'd you get involved with that? Well, actually that was, um, I wasn't too sure, like we could even write for the student scoop. I, so what happened with me is that, um, actually like my academy membership switch at some point is switched from student to active because yeah, oh. I know. Because <laughs> you graduated, oh, it's not good. <laughs> you get a pay more. Yes, That's yes, not, fun. not fun. So what happens is that when you become or when you request, um, or how do I say it? So I I have my DPD, my uh, didactic program. So I'm technically eligible to take uh-huh. the the. The, the, the diet tech exam, yeah, the nutrition diet tech. Yes, I was going to say that mm-hmm. one. And so, mm-hmm. what you have to like re- send in a request to the academy, and then your your inter- your uh, didactic program in- director will sign off on it or whatever. And so, I guess when they when you become eligible for the for the dietic, dietetic technician exam, then it switches over. Your, your membership switches over from student to active. And so, oh. I know. Huh, yes. surprise. <laughs> and I have not taken it because I am, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to say that I procrastinate, but I'm also like, so like, I feel like I need to study and study and study. And I just haven't had the time for that. But I, it's on my to-do list for um, for this fall, actually. I have to take it because... I, I actually I have to take it before Fancy. That way, my continuing education credits that I earn at Fancy will be, I'll be eligible to like, yes, yes. That. So that's on my to-do list. And I'm saying this on your show, so I'm accountable. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty soon, yes, my dear. Yes. So, <laughs> oh, but uh, I was going to, yeah, I was going to ask, like, how do you... So is anyone eligible to take the D, the D, the dietetic technician registration test in between your internship and after your bachelor's? Um, yes, yes. I think the, um, I think the requirements are, are as long as you have your bachelor's 
and food and or nutrition. And if, if you have the DPD verification statement, so you do need the verification statement for your didactic, didactic program. That's all you need. Okay. So it might be a good thing. It might be a good thing for people that maybe aren't ready to do their internship to kind of have one step kind of completed by taking that. Yes. Test. Yes. I definitely, I definitely think it should help um, when you're, when you as a candidate for internships, because it kind of shows that number one, you're, you're, you can pass a test <laughs> and, you know, yes. I'm assuming <laughs> like most of the information that's going to be on the test or most of the material from the test is going to be similar to the RD test. So, um, you know, I'm sure it helps and it's a credential. And like I said, um, you know, if you do happen to go to Fancy, then you'll, you'll have your, or any other, you know, continuing mm-hmm. education activities and you, you'll be, a, I mean, you're a credential professional and, and that's something good, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that is something good. Absolutely. Okay. Well, I'm going to follow up with you um, before Fancy <laughs> and this might air after mm-hmm. Fancy, but then we can kind of check in and see where you're at and see okay. how you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Since you did mention it, I'm going to hold you accountable for it. (laughs) You're like, oh, no, no, I'll be nice. I mean, I promise. (laughs) Sometimes it's good to have that motivation, though, kind of like I have Mm. a goal and I need to kind of accomplish this goal by this time. So I think it's great how you're setting goals for yourself. Because to be honest, I was supposed to take this test some time ago and I've just been putting it to the side. So now I have to like, no, that's it. This is it. I have to do it. That's happening. Well, you are busy. You do have three children Mm -hmm. and a husband. So that does take some priority. Definitely my priority. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was just going to, this kind of, it's a good segue into kind of, so kind of your future goals right now is within the next year, you're going to, you're going to do the DTR test and then you're going to kind of look at internships and applying Mm -hmm. in the spring. Mm Mm-hmm. And you're kind of looking at also just some professional experiences in between. I know you mentioned that you're kind of applying for different jobs here and there that have more nutrition related experience. Yes, yes. I mean, I, I feel like well, what I'm doing now, I'm, I'm the cafe attendant at a, at a gym or a club, uh, as they like to call it. So oh, okay. I mean, it's food service because I'm doing the smoothies, the, the sandwiches. And so it, it is food service experience. So I guess it's, it's good to have because I, I have none. I mean, mm-hmm. I was a stay-at-home mom all the, the years that I was in school. And then I really, I was a nanny last year. So that's totally not related to nutrition or dietetics. And now at least I have this food service, mm-hmm. um, you know, work, job that I'm doing. But, um, but yeah, definitely something, um, if, you know, I'm looking into other opportunities where I can actually uh, develop some other skills that, that I think would be, would be a good, um, something to, something good for my resume for when it's time to apply for internships. Sure. And that's always, I think it's good. Like you said, the DPG component, finding one that you like, that you can make connections Mm -hmm. with, and you might need them in the future to help you get, you know, either 
an internship experience mm-hmm. or a job. I think that's so important. And you know, it's funny you mentioned that because I didn't even know what DPGs <laughs> were or that they even existed when I was in your mm-hmm. your place. So I think that's great that you do. Yeah, that. and actually, um, it's it's funny you say that because uh, I think still many many students are not very aware what. DPGs really are or why would they be beneficial? I know at some point I was thinking to myself, well, how would I join a dietetic practice group if I'm not a dietitian and I'm not practicing yet? So yeah, at some point I was confused too, like, whoa, that's not for me. But then, you know, looking into them and realizing, oh, they have like a student, um, you know, you could, you could join as a student and they actually have like a, you know, things that they offer for the students and support and stuff like that. So then that's how I realized, oh, like, this is really, this is really cool. And now what we're seeing now is at least um, with DIFM is what I love about um, DIFM too, is that they love to collaborate uh, with other groups and other dietetic practice groups too. So like I've seen um, webinars that are joint um, in collaboration with like the Asian Indian uh, member interest group, oh, yeah. Sure. Um, or uh, recently, we've featured um, different members who are actually who are also part of like the Diversified Dietetics. Um, it, it, yeah. Oh it, yes. It's Which a is new newer group, too. and I think it's mm-hmm. fantastic. Um, what their what their goal is to to bring more diversity into the field and and um, I, uh, DIFM is really, really big on, on pushing and embracing diversity. And I feel, I, I mean, I'm Mexican. And so I feel also that this is, this is like a benefit for like seeing more and not just seeing more diverse dietitians. It's not about how you look, obviously, like if you're white or if you're of color or whatever, it's not about that. But I do feel that it's important to, to create an environment where every, where it's it, everyone feels welcome and and not so much us as dietitians or students but also the clients the patients um i've i've heard um you know sometimes people will um will feel more at ease when they see their ethnicity or their background represented in in the medical professional field so um so yeah, I'm 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 interested in that. So uh, eventually, with DFM, if I'm not helping with their student membership, maybe I'll help with diversity, their diversity team or something. I see myself doing that uh, maybe in the future because I think it's important um, to collaborate also with other groups and and kind of help each other out. And and it's all for for the greater purpose of uplifting the profession and uplifting each other as members and. I don't know. It makes me like, oh, excited just to think about. That's great. Mm -hmm. That's great. And I'm with you. We're all on the same team. So we need to support each other and and lift each other up. That's the goal of our our profession. And that's great that you're Mm -hmm. part of that. Mm -hmm. And I'm excited for you. I'm excited for your future. I always tell the students that I interview that we will have to have a follow-up session Mm -hmm in a year or so and see what you're doing and how things have changed. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to, to be back here and be good. I hope you're up for that. Nice (laughs) update of where we're at. (laughs)
That'd be great. I would love that. And I, I think that your story is that it's, it's unique, but it's also maybe not so unique. And maybe a lot of people don't talk about taking time off in between, you know, undergrad Mm -hmm. and, and their internship. And we all have Mm -hmm. our own path and, and thank you for sharing yours. I think it's, it's a great way to get just new exposure to different ways. We yeah, can do yeah. And that's why I love listening to your podcast, to be honest, because you've had a variety of, of dietitians and students and other, other individuals who have like a, a diverse and a different a, a background and like where they're coming from. And, and, um, I've, I've been inspired by many of them, many of those stories. So. <laughs> Good. Good. Well, now you'll, now you get to inspire some people. So I think that's exciting. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Well, you know, I always end my podcast with the hard questions that I've learned that everyone says Mm -hmm. is the hard questions. And that's the, my, my five questions I always Mm -hmm. ask all my guests. So Will you share with me some of your favorite foods that you enjoy? I knew, yes, I knew these questions were coming because like I said, I've listened to most of your podcasts. And so (laughs) sometimes I was, before I was even invited to be on your podcast, I would always be like, oh, what would be my answer to this question? So I've just, I've thought about them. Um, So I just, I love food and it's so hard to narrow down what... I know, but I, it's hard. If you were stranded on a desert island and you could only eat a few foods, what uh, would they be? I feel like they would have to be cheese somewhere. Like, there's got to be cheese there. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I yes. love cheese. Um, <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, it just sometimes a certain food will hit, will like hit the spot. Um, but I feel like if I go back to like my comfort food and even like growing up or whatever, it was always like quesadillas. <laughs> yes. Quesadillas. Like mm-hmm. good tortillas and, like the and easy cheese. Thing to make. <laughs> and like, I like corn tortillas. I don't like flour tortillas. Well, I, I like them. I'm, I'll eat them. But the real Mexican I quesadilla is made corn. with corn tortilla. <laughs> Yes. Corn is the best. I am team corn tortilla yes. for sure. So I feel so. like that's, that's my comfort food. And whenever there's like, you know, my day has been hectic and, and, and I just didn't plan ahead for like dinner and, and it was just crazy. We can always go back and rely on having, I always have tortillas in my fridge and I always have cheese. So I can always make a quesadilla <laughs> and feed my family and we're all be fine. <laughs> Yeah. And everybody's happy. Yeah. Well, that's perfect. <laughs> Do you have um, a favorite beverage that you enjoy? Um, I have many, actually. I love a good cup of coffee, um, an iced coffee in the in the summer months or in the heat. Um, it just uh, it just hits the spot like a good yes, a good <laughs> strong. Co- I like strong coffee, and I like it's sort of sweet and creamy. Um. But also mm-hmm. lately, I've been, I love seltzer water. Like, I I love the LaCroix and just anything with bubbles, really, I love. Um, I love, yeah, I, I like, uh, I love Dr. Pepper, but I try not to drink it too often. <laughs> <laughs> but you enjoy it oh, on yes, occasion. Yes. If I'm eating, like, a nice, juicy cheeseburger, like, I have to have Dr. Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> that seems 
seems like a really good combination. Yeah, yeah. And now, and, and other than that, I love kombucha too. I love a good kombucha. And it's also kind of effervescent, kind of bubbly. So I love it. Yes. Mm-hmm. You do like bubbles. <laughs> do you have a favorite color? So I'd have to say it's blue. Um, in all shades of blue. I just, but I love colors in general. But I think uh, there was one time when, or teal, maybe I like teal and blue. You know, my husband one time looked at at my closet and he saw all of these teal and blue colors, and he's like, "Do you like any other color?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> so I always go go back to those. Mm-hmm. You have a favorite scent or a smell? Ah, well, I love the smell of like coffee. <laughs> That's I do too. It is it's just a unique mm-hmm. smell. And like I fresh, like is. I every morning I grind my my coffee so it's fresh and I love that smell. But I can't I, like I can't narrow it down to just one because actually I'm really into scent. Like I used to love scented candles, but now I'm more into like essential oils. So I like to yeah. diffuse like a good fresh, you know. Maybe like, well, I love lavender, um, but I also love citrusy mm-hmm. smells. So I love the smell of like grapefruit. You know. Mm-hmm. So clean. Yeah. Yeah. It's clean. yeah so I'd say coffee, but I, I love citrusy smells. And, and, and if I, if I buy like a perfume or something, it'll, it'll probably be some sort of floral, but mostly like a citrusy type of scent. Mm-hmm. Kind of a back scent. Hmm. <laughs> Very nice. And what what brings you joy in life, Anita? Definitely my kids, my kids, and family time. Um, I'd have to say that that's the biggest joy in my life: my family, my mom. Um, but I guess yes. Other than that, uh, I don't know. I like to feel. Um, I don't know. I like to feel like I'm contributing in some way, somehow. To someone. <laughs> so I. <laughs> Whether it's your family yeah, or yeah. your profession. Like that, that makes me happy too. When I, when I feel like I can contribute, contribute somehow. Mm-hmm. Well, that's great. I'm really, it's so great to talk to you and get to know you better. And now I know more about the person behind <laughs> the social media, which is fantastic. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking Thank time. Thank you, Anne. I, like I said, I feel really, really honored to be a guest on your podcast because um, you're so great and I love listening to your podcast. So I'm so happy. <laughs> oh, thank you. Well, you're going to be back on next year. Okay. So be ready. <laughs> happy? <laughs> okay. I'm very excited for Anita and all there is to come for her in the future. I know she's going to find a great internship and pursue her dreams of becoming a registered dietitian. I think there's a lot of strength in putting your family before yourself and still finding ways to pursue your dreams and be active in our profession. Anita has not given up and she keeps on making goals for her and her dreams to become an RD. It's very impressive and I look forward to connecting with her in 2019. My website, AnnaElizabethArty.com, is where you can read the latest posts in my Nutrition Notches blog. 
that has all the stories of my inspirational hell yeah happenings and adventures, some food I'm noshing on, and the music inspiring my life, and possibly a really delicious real deal recipe that I'm trying to create in my kitchen. At the end of my blog, I always want to share with you what I'm loving right now, which can be anything from food to beauty products to maybe a book that I am reading. And also on my website, you can find all my previous podcasts, show notes, and links to things we talked about during my conversations with these inspiring people. If you're into reading, make sure you grab my book on my website as well. It makes a great gift or for someone that's just starting out their career or maybe someone that's in the middle of their career and trying to figure out what they're going to do. I hope we can continue to connect on social media and you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest at AnnaElizabethRD. Remember to be great, always find the joy in each day and to start a conversation that truly matters.